with something in your life but having a tough time coming out of it? Well, rest assured, you're not alone. Some of the greatest heroes of our faith struggled with major issues and not only came out of it themselves, but found the strength to help others come out as well. Let's draw inspiration from them together as we find our calling on the other side of our falling today on Gems of Grace. Much like Christopher Columbus, John Newton was a part of the people that made the transatlantic slave trade happen. He operated some of the ships that brought abducted men, women, and children from the motherland to be sold as product in the marketplace. The accounts vary regarding the chronology of events, but nearly all seem to agree that the infamous church hymn Amazing Grace was inspired from his conversion to Christ. Newton, once a slave trader, later became an abolitionist. Often, a person's calling is on the other side of their falling. Ask God and search your heart. Is there something that's currently a part of your life that shouldn't be there? Is this something that if you ever got on top of and had a chance to turn things around would be a great benefit to someone else? A friend of mine, Harmony Dust Grillo, used to be a part of the adult entertainment industry. Now she helps women in that business to see Jesus' value and worth in them. She leads an organization called Treasures, which serves as a bridge for people who want an escape from that line of work and go down a different path. A tutoring team I started experienced a remarkable turn just a few years after it had begun. They had their first full-circle participant when a former student became a tutor. Now, that's what I call progress. One of my big dreams is to make the transition from being obese to helping other people reverse their own unhealthy lifestyles. It is indeed a process, but one I fully intend to see the other side of victoriously. If you have been on the losing side of something and now you're winning in that same area, ask yourself, who can do a better job of helping others turn that very same corner that you have? Who knows the pitfalls, challenges, and the nuances, as well as the strategies to overcome like you do? Your dilemma in an area is not a disqualifier from you being able to help others prevail over those same challenges. It's a signifier, I believe, that you should be on the other side of that same deal. Through community, various resources, and of course God, we have the equipment at our disposal to aid us in becoming full-circle disciples focused on freeing others from the same circumstances we've overcome. Recovering addicts turned counselors encourage me. They are inspiring because they've come from what once held them captive. They've grabbed that particular bull by its horns and not only conquered it, but are helping to free others as well. I have a friend who was the father of a child who committed suicide. I've done the best I could do to emotionally support him for years and will continue to do so. But about a year ago, I finally brought something up that had been on my heart to share. 
I challenge my friend to make himself available to help others who have gone through that same thing. He initially hesitated because he did not think he was qualified, having no therapy background or expertise. I told him that I know he can do it because he's been through it himself. Professionals are great to have in our corners, but there is absolutely no substitute for someone who knows what it's like firsthand. Another person who was dear to me suffered from mental disease for years before God healed them. While on the subject of mental disease, I'd like to sidebar for a moment and clear up a dangerous misconception I've heard over the years. Christians can indeed suffer from depression and other mental health issues. In 1 Kings 19 and 4, Elijah asks God to take his life. If you need a New Testament reference, it was Jesus himself who said in Matthew 26, 38, that his soul was crushed with grief to the point of death. Now, if that's not suicidal, I'm not sure what is. If all of this is too hard for you to take in, remember Hebrews 4 and 15. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. Now, I've heard all sorts of reasons why some folks think Christians can't get depressed, but the one I've heard most is depression is a spirit, and since we have the Holy Spirit, we can't be affected by other spirits. If the argument is about being fully possessed by an evil spirit, I'll hear your side of the story. But if the idea is we can't be influenced by evil spirits, then what about things like anger and lust? Those are spirits too. Have you ever known any Christ followers to be affected by those? I think we both know the answer to that. And this is important to talk about because the last thing someone who's depressed needs is to start questioning the legitimacy of their salvation and their faith because someone has said they can't be depressed and be saved. I can't imagine anything that could drive them to the grave faster. Can you? If you're suffering from depression, let there be no shame. If you have mental disease or you suspect that, get counseling and spiritual help too. And don't delay. Do it now. And don't let anyone tell you that God can't heal your mental disease. The same God that raises the dead can heal your mind. So be encouraged. Now back to this loved one of mine. I can recall being with them when they had their very first psychotic episode. Later, I came to visit them in the hospital, and I was heartbroken seeing them in such terrible shape. Sometime later, they shared how when they were in that hospital for those few days, God used them to lead several people to Christ. This loved one's calling was on the other side of their falling. Over a decade later, this same person, this loved one of mine, is seriously considering a return to school. They want to enter the medical field and become credentialed to counsel others who are going through similar things as they were. Adding education to their real-life experiences, I know they will do an exceptional job. The Apostle Paul wasn't always a champion of faith we know him as now. He was Saul, a persecutor of Christians, and a supporter of those who stoned Stephen, the church's first deacon. That's in Acts chapter 8, verse 1. 
I'll bet it would have been a tough sell for the people who knew Saul to believe he, of all people, would turn out to write several books of the Christian Bible. Maybe you are one of the few fortunate ones who never had a condition you feel is relatable to someone else's recovery. Just know that if you are in Christ, you are a recovering sinner. That means your field is an enormous one. The world is filled with hurting and desperate people who need the gospel in a holistic way, spirit, mind, and body. Don't let your lack of a specific thing keep you from sharing the compassion of Jesus Christ with souls who need exactly what God has given you. You too can find your calling on the other side of your falling. I'm so grateful that you could join me today. I understand your time is precious and I'm honored that you would let me have a few of your moments. Remember, please follow us on Twitter or Instagram at GE Missions. Thanks once again for tuning in. For Gems of Grace, I am Wade T. Long.